taken from the film Rocket Man Rocket Man is a movie based on Elton John's life and today we are reviewing this hello everyone i'm sangeetanjali kumar and you're listening to my podcast episode number 25 of the podcast called planet sang today we're going to do a special review of the film Ra- rocket man as you already know now one of the thing things i really love i mean obviously i love this film because i'm I I normally don't review films I hate. Most films I don't hate, but this film kind of stood out and as if you've been listening to my podcast in the past, you would know that after watching, you know, Endgame, I was a bit depressed because there was no film that really matched up to the level that I felt, the satisfaction that I felt when I watched Endgame. Well, my wait is over because this film has just replaced all the Endgameness 
out of my system and now I am Rocket Man. I mean, I am not Rocket Man, but yeah, Rocket Man is a beautiful movie. I mean, uh, we're not even going to get into the technical part, the artistic part, the writing. Um, the film really has uh, some really special aspects to it. And today we're going to discuss five things that really taught me in terms of life from this movie. Uh, so let's get started. So firstly, uh, I really want to make a special note of the fact that it is an honor to watch a movie made of a person who is still alive. Uh, I love the fact that Elton John produced it. He was a part of this movie. He was a part of telling his own story, which makes the movie experience even more impactful because every teardrop, every moment that is privy, like the audience is privy to the intimate parts of uh, Elton John's life has been uh, authenticated uh, through this movie because he's alive and an active part of this um, like movie making process. Um, it's it's an amazing journey. I love uh, the fact. I I just love the way it began. It was so brilliant that it just it deserved a tweet. And I actually tweeted saying, um, watching the movie and I'm just blown by this. It's so interesting that this actor, Taron Egerton, I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, Taron Egerton, he actually played, um, I mean, he, he was singing in the film Sing and he sang Elton John's song as the gorilla. So it's so interesting that he got, I wonder if that was his audition. Like uh, he sang the Elton John version really well and then he got this film based on that. When I love a movie, it's not just the fact that it's a great movie technically, it's a great movie in its music. Of course, the music will be brilliant. Even if you're not a fan of Elton John, I am sure that you'll go to your music service, Spotify or iTunes or uh, Google Music and you will at least listen to some tracks to see how gorgeous and beautiful his music is. What is so uh, lovely about this um, the beginning of this movie is that he you don't waste any time you just burst into the movie like it, it opens at a turning point the catharsis that you are about to feel in the film the turning point of every actor the movie begins with that moment so even as on a literary level this movie just it it breaks so many canons but keeps the canons intact as well so um, I'll get a little more into details about um, the canon and the tragedy part and I just I just wanted to like give a quick introduction so let's get started there are five things that I've learned from this movie one of them is uh, number one is dealing with addictions number two is needing approval number three is living without the highs number four is being loved properly and number five is the tragic cost of fame. So let's get started. Number one is dealing with addictions. Now, I, in my opinion, everybody deals with addictions. He begins the movie saying, you know, I'm addicted. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. I'm addicted to drugs. I'm addicted to sex. I'm addicted to, I'm a bulimic. I have like a eating disorder. He's a shopaholic and he's a, he's got anger issues. Now, Many of us may not have these issues, but many of us may have our own addictions. Some people are addicted to tea, some people are addicted to fitness, some people are addicted to uh, whatever you're addicted to. I love the way this movie deals with addictions. What I really loved was 
um, and of course I'm going to go into these details a little later but what I, I do want to talk about is dealing with addictions is a journey it's not um, you know unlike what movies teach us and this is why I love this movie is that it's not this dramatic um, oh I went to rehab and I became okay the whole movie is his journey um, of dealing with his own addictions and how he um, realizes the core of his addictions is not blaming others it's it's about taking responsibility yourself and more importantly and this is really uh, what I my take home from this movie was that addictions don't get overcome overnight you can't say I have an anger problem and I'm going to just change overnight anger anger problems need to be deal dealt with ongoing you know you have to live every day dealing with your issues dealing with your addictions dealing with even like you I mean there are very few people who can just wake up one day and say I'm not going to smoke today or I'm not going to drink today it's very hard and it's very difficult to overcome these addictions so I love the fact that the film deals with that a lot of films about rock stars deal with the evils of addictions but no one really um, focuses on how the process of overcoming uh, these addictions. So I love how this movie um, journeys about um, dealing with addictions. So that was number one. Those are the life lessons that I've taken from it. Is that uh, addictions, overcoming addictions has to be a journey. And even if you overcome uh, addictions after 28 years, you'll still have one addiction or two left over which you have to deal with. Like I love that Elton John is still addicted to shopping and that's how the film ends. And it just made me realize, I mean, it humanized him so beautifully. Number two is getting approval, needing approval. Um, now, throughout the movie, the theme, uh, one of the themes of this film is how Elton John doesn't get approval of his father, sometimes friends, mother. And there are only two characters that really give him that approval that he needs. Um, in this movie, what was so beautiful was that his father, flaw his tragic flaw was um, needing so many people's approval and that's really often uh, how we also live our lives like we want approval of our parents or our spouse or um, our friends or you know like peer pressure is all about needing approval you know needing approval of your teachers um, however if you really think about it you you may never get it you may never get the approval of uh, the people that you you want because they, they're different they think differently my favorite part about this movie was that uh, when he in the beginning he says I need a hug can you when are you going to hug me to his father and his father never hugs him and uh, I mean of course I googled because I, I, I googled that his father just never he, he died never loving him and this is a this is such a it's a tragedy but the fact is that in the movie, he deals with this tragedy him like so beautifully. Where in the end, he says, um, "I need a hug. Will you hug me?" His the child actor tells Elton John, the older one, that "Will you hug me?" And Elton John hugs Elton John. And really, it comes down to self-approval. Like you need to approve of yourself. And I I know a lot of people uh, and myself who. We seek others' approval, but we sometimes don't approve of ourselves. We know our flaws, we know our deep, dark secrets, our the evil in our eyes or, or the evil in our intent, and we judge ourselves and we don't forgive ourselves. But self-approval is so important, uh, self-satisfaction, and saying, I am good enough, I'm, I, I don't need to be this or that, or, you know. So that is what I took 
home uh, with uh, from this movie that you need to approve of yourself you need to have self approval sometimes you just need to hug yourself not sometimes all all the time uh, and coming to number 3 is um living without the highs now i'm not just talking about uh highs that you get with drugs i i i also mean like a chocolate high or a high um that you feel when you get your salary or um for all artists the bruhaha um of the high and it's not just about coping with being normal but it's about coping with the normalcy of extraordinariness and that's what i learned from this film where uh in the end he um he's scared to play the piano after rehab because he says what if it's not what if i don't have the talent and many of us like uh feel after we go through something can i get back on the horse can i can i move forward in my life and what's so beautiful about this movie is that he does get back he he starts playing the piano without the drugs without the booze without the enhancements as you if you could say that um and he realizes that he's enough his talent is enough so that's what i learned from it that you can live without the highs um you can cope with being normal even if you're extraordinary and that might actually be more beautiful than these enhancers that you depend on and number 4 is um being loved properly now this is a, another theme that i just fell in love with and it was i mean in the movie i feel like there were only two people that really loved him properly or two or three i mean um but what i loved about um the theme of this being loved properly is that he is loved properly by his best friend he is loved properly by his grandmother uh he doesn't need um the approval of his mother or father he's got approval like when the, the scene where the grandmother takes him to the music school and says you're good you know don't this is an opportunity of a lifetime don't let it go because the grandmother understands who he is and what he's going to become i mean often we are given those kind of beautiful people in our lives who show us that we can be better and we were meant for greatness and i love the friendship that bernie um has with him i it reassured me that really we can have faithful friends we live in a place where a uh, friendship is so um like not lasting but it was really lovely that um uh to see a friendship that has now lasted for 50 years more than 50 years um i was i was in love with the depiction of love in the movie of the good people who love him and the bad people who love him and how um the the pa- the bad people who love elton john were just using him and it was depicted as so crass whereas the people who really loved him even that the um rene i think is her name um the the woman who eventually becomes his wife for those 3 years and then eventually gets divorced um th- it was one of the most beautiful scenes the breakfast scene when they're sitting it reminded me of citizen kane but it was one of the most beautiful scenes where it's just normal it's just orchestra music in the background you you take a long shot of the table and then you go into a close up and then um elton john's character like the character um terren playing elton john he gets tears in his eyes and the tr- you know the transition from no tears to tears was just like what and um 
and he says, "I'm sorry," and you think she's going to burst, like she, you think you, she's going to be like, "What do you mean? You've ruined my life?" But she just smiles with tears in eyes and says, "I know." The gentleness of the way that uh, the director has done this movie, and just the beauty of relationships, the like. one would think that uh, the people around elton john were as dramatic and as fiery and as you know but the truth is this is a true emotion what do you do when your heart is broken what do you do when you've made a mistake you say sorry and what do you do when you understand what is going on you know and you say i know um i felt the depth of pain and the depth of um love that was there in that scene So being loved properly is an important part and also recognizing that you are loved properly um with the people who are loving you properly. So similarly to the uh, the second point of you don't need the approval of friends and family and you know people you need your own approval but it's also nice to be loved properly and to recognize those who are loving us properly you know. So I really personalize this like I feel like I de- I totally identified with Elton John's character of course I'm not as talented as him and brilliant and smart and but the way the filmmakers have done it is that you just you, there's so many elements that you identify with it's so universal and finally understanding the tragedy of the cost of fame now I'm going to get a bit nerdy here and I'm going to talk about Greek and Shakespearean tragedy If anyone has done lit you'd know what I'm talking about you've studied this in first year college second year third year and if you are like if you love literature you would understand this that every tragedy has elements key elements in it uh, of great men falling there would be a hubris or a hamarsha uh, and that would be their tragic flaw which would make them you know uh, which would make them fall and uh, then you would feel like your life is better and then you would have like when they realize their mistake and when they first they have to get the consequence and then when they realize their mistake the audience feels a level of catharsis and like a purgation of emotions okay so this is like 101 of greek and shakespearean tragedy uh, generally um what i love about this movie is it just shifted canons like at another level not just is this hero uh, i mean this is a tragic This movie is a tragedy but it's a tragedy with um a completely different twist. That's why it breaks canon. Unlike the tragedies, this movie begins with establishing the hero's tragic flaws, the hubris. So basically what happens is he the in within the first 1 minute or 2 minutes of the movie, he establishes to the audience I'm an alcoholic, I do drugs, I'm a sex addict, I'm bulimic, I have food disorder, I'm a shopaholic and I have anger issues. Boom, that's it. You're done. There's no um there's no realization that your life is better. The the hero has not wasted time establishing the greatness. Um the the makers have already realized that you know Elton John. You know how great he is. You know how famous he is. So it's kind of pushing the canon into another um area where you begin with the high point. You begin with the realization. You begin with that. it goes beyond the catharsis and that's what i love about this movie that this film is not just a catharsis that oh he got what he deserved he didn't get what he deserved he fixed his life he got back on the horse and now he's living a life the best way he knows how 
approving of himself, living without the highs, um, appreciating the faithful friends, and really appreciating being loved properly and returning the favor and loving properly. So even though it begins as a tragedy, it shifts canon and moves into a, a, a film or a storyline that gives you a beyond the catharsis that you are expecting. This film really made a strong impact on me and these are the things I really take home with me, like uh, a way to deal with addictions which is more practical, that the journey is more important, that approving of oneself is more important than seeking the need um, to uh, get approval from people who may not give it to you, and um, learning to live creatively without the highs, uh, finally acknowledging that you need to be loved properly and the people that are loving you properly and finally understanding the tragic flaw of fame see everyone wants to be famous uh, we may think no 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 we're okay with where we are but very rarely do you have people who don't want to be richer who don't want to be famous who don't want to do well in life Everybody wants to go abroad or everybody wants to travel or everybody wants to go on a holiday. Everybody wants new things. There, I don't think there's any human being who's like, no, no, I'm fine with old and torn clothes. However, uh, looking at the, the cost of fame, when you're creative, everybody, you know, everybody doesn't want you. Struggling creative people are unwanted. But the moment you get wanted, you don't just get fame, but you get all the, the evils of fame. Uh, too much money brings unwanted things that really add more drama into your life so understand and i love the fact that when you want great things in your life understand the consequences of those things like many people say be careful for what you wish for because it may come true and then you're going to regret it so yeah that was my special review thanks for joining me on this special podcast this is episode number 25 and i'm really excited that i finished 25 episodes so doing a review like this is just even more meaningful for me so yeah this is planet sang i'm sangeeta angela kumar and i'll catch you in the next podcast take care bye Forget 
But these things I do You see I've forgotten If they're green Or they're blue Anyway, the thing is What I really mean Those are the sweetest eyes I've ever seen And you can tell everybody This is your song It may be quite simple But now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I put down in words I Wonderful life is while you're in the world. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words. How wonderful life is while you're in the